Welcome to our message for Ash Wednesday. The text for this evening comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verses 3 through 5. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he repented and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders. He said, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? See to it yourself. Throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed, and he went out and hanged himself. Let us pray. Almighty God, we are all guilty of failure to love you and failure to love others. Sometimes our failures get the best of us and may even lead us in tragic directions. Lord, tonight heal us. Heal us of all that we've done and the guilt for what we've left undone. Set us free to live in joy and peace with you. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Guilt is a monster. It can steal your joy, rob you of your peace, and as we've seen in Judah's case, it can even destroy your life. And we've all experienced it. Every one of us, no one is free from guilt completely. There are those things that we can't believe that we did, words that we can't believe that we said. For all of us, there are times that we wish we could simply turn back the clock and undo whatever we did that hurt someone so badly. I remember the horror of that kind of guilt, a story from all the way back when I was in second grade comes to mind. It was one of the last days of the school year in second grade. We were all out on the playground playing baseball. It was my turn to bat and I went up to the plate. I remember swinging the bat and as I swung through, I remember the bat striking something behind me. I turned and looked over my left shoulder and discovered that I had hit one of my classmates. There was blood just streaming down the left side of his face. I was horrified, scared to death, and I ran. And I ran like the wind, and I cried, and I ran, and I, I hid. I found a spot behind the school, up against the wall, crouched down behind, behind a downspout, just hoping and praying that no one would find me. I couldn't believe what I had done, and I was scared to death. Well, no one did find me. If they even looked for me, I, I'm not sure. There were only a couple of days left in the school year, and I distinctly remember laying low. I was afraid to talk about it. I never told my parents what I did. I never spoke of it to anyone at school. I was just terrified that somebody would find out and that I would be in trouble for it. So I laid low for the last couple of days of school, and nobody said anything, and I got away with it but the guilt was still there. Even once I knew that I wasn't going to be punished, I felt so bad for what I'd done. I didn't mean to, but guilt doesn't seem to know the difference. To be honest, the reason I shared a second grade story is that I don't really want to share with the world the more recent times that I fell to my knees and sobbed as I cried out to God about my bad behavior. It's been long enough since second grade to where I can tell that story, but there are many others that I just don't want to pull back the curtain on. 
just as I would never ask you to go public with your painful times. But I will ask you to confront them and find healing because those painful memories can destroy just like they did Judas. When we have that unresolved guilt, that unresolved conflict, it gnaws away at us and it, it just destroys us, our lives slowly but surely, just like it did Judas. Now, there are various theories about why Judas betrayed Jesus. One is that he was tired of the mission. He was already stealing from the disciples. He, he carried the money bag that uh, had their supply of money, and he was already known to steal from that. And some say he just got greedy. He wanted more, so he got everything he could out of it and was ready to go on about his business. Another theory is that Judas knew what Jesus was capable of, but he was frustrated at Jesus' lack of worldly ambition. Judas knew that Jesus had the power to, to take over the world, to kick Rome out of Jerusalem, and to become an earthly king, and, and Jesus just wasn't moving fast enough. So the theory says that Judas tried to force his hand, make Jesus use his power. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Perhaps another theory, Judas was just looking for a way out to save his own skin. He knew how dangerous things were getting. They were trying to kill Jesus, and his followers might be right along with him, and perhaps Judas just wanted to save his skin. But regardless of his motivation, by the time we get to tonight's text, he's already betrayed Jesus, and Jesus has already been arrested, and Judas is racked with guilt. Whatever his plan was, it apparently wasn't working out like he had hoped. He is overcome with guilt. So he tries to undo what he's done by returning the money. He goes back to the chief priests and the elders with the money that he had taken, and they refuse it, and so he just tosses it on the floor. He wants to try to make things better. We know that feeling, don't we? Don't you know what it's like to, to try to turn back the clock, to try to forget that you said what you said, to try to put the toothpaste back in the tube. We so often want to undo the harm that we've done. But as is also true so often, there is no way to fix the problem. No way to make it all go away. Even if my spouse or my kids forgive me for what I said, they won't forget it. And neither will I. So Judas resorts to a tragic final decision, unable to bear the guilt of what he's done, he ends his own life. Sometimes we feel guilty about things that we've done or left undone. We are guilty. We, we should have done it or we should not have done it and we broke the rule anyway and, and we are guilty. But sometimes we feel guilty about stuff that we've never actually done. We feel inappropriate guilt for things for which we're truly not responsible. But either way, that guilt destroys. Either way, that burden that we're carrying with us is just weighing us down, robbing us of joy, possibly robbing us of life. Of course, Judas is not the only one to reach that level of despair. It's actually all too common. In 2018, 27 of our fellow residents here in Tuscaloosa County 
In 2018, 27 of those took their own lives. They could see no better way forward than to end their life. In the state of Alabama, suicide is the second leading cause for death among youth and young adults. That's just tragic. In a beautiful world with so much to live for, some just can't find their way forward. Guilt will is one of the things. Guilt is one of the things that will lead us to that level of despair. But you don't have you don't have to carry the guilt. There is help. If you're feeling trapped, please ask for help. If you're feeling that there's no other way out, there are people that are ready to show you the way to to lighten that load for you. In fact, I want to go ahead right now and give you the suicide prevention hotline number. The number is 800-273-8255. Again, if you need to talk to somebody about your despair or your depression or your guilt, call 800-273-8255. Because guilt shouldn't end in despair, but forgiveness. The end of guilt is not despair, but forgiveness. At the Last Supper, Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him. In fact, he told the crowd he knew that. He knew who was betraying him. And so what did Jesus do? He didn't scold him. He didn't punish him. He didn't push him away. Just the opposite. We're fairly certain that Jesus gave one of the two seats of honor to Judas to the one who was about to betray him, to the one that Jesus knew was about to betray him, Jesus invited to sit in one of the seats of honor, loving him in spite of his betrayal. No matter what it is that we've done, no matter how guilty we may really be, God is still extending that offer of love. And so are we. So are we at Forest Lake. We're extending that offer of love no matter how guilty you may be. If Judas could have held on for just a few more days, he would have been at breakfast in Galilee. John tells the story of Jesus sitting down with Peter and the disciples on the shores of the Sea of Galilee for a fish breakfast. After breakfast, Peter and, and Jesus have a talk. Now, Peter's denials were every bit as bad as Judas' betrayals. There's no real difference in quality there. Both Peter and Judas were guilty. But Peter gets to sit down with Jesus. And I have no doubt that if Judas would have stayed around, he would have been there in the conversation. Three times, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Three times, Peter affirms his love for Jesus. And Jesus forgives and calls Peter to, to continue in ministry. Peter denied ever knowing Jesus, but Peter forgave anyway. That's what Jesus does with guilt. He forgives and he heals. Always, Jesus forgives and heals. Now, I certainly don't know what may be weighing on you right now, but I know that it's not the worst thing you've ever done. Now hear me on that. Whatever it is that we're feeling guilty about, it's not the worst that we've done. You and I are guilty of the death of the Son of God. 
The scriptures teach us that it is because of what we did that he had to endure the suffering and the cross. It was because of our failures that Jesus was crucified, the perfect, innocent Son of God crucified. But while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive. He wasn't just talking about the soldiers who had driven spikes through his hands and feet. He was looking down through history and talking about you and me. That forgiveness is for us. It's for us right now, no matter what we've done. I invite you to bring the worst of you to Christ. Lay it at his feet and leave it there. When we confess our sin, God forgives our sin and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1, 9. When we confess our sin, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I pray that you'll bring your wounds to the cross and be healed. Bring your burdens and be set free. Amen.